0: Hello, everyone. This is Stephen Strang, and welcome to this edition of God, Trump, and the 2020 election. For Thursday, October 15th, 2020, only 19 days before the most important election of our lifetime. And boy, are things heating up. I can't believe all the stuff that's happened and all the political ads and all the fervor. In fact, my schedule has filled up with all kinds of uh, radio stations and several speaking engagements, several people who have television programs on on uh, YouTube or, you know, some other internet setting. They're inviting me. Uh, they want to talk about the election. That's all people want to talk about is the election. And of course, uh, my book and all the research I put into it and all the opinions that I formed, uh, apparently they find interesting. And I even ran one of them yesterday. It was a a group of Polish-American people, and it kind of gives you an idea of what I've been doing lately. Today, the Republican women in a nearby county want me to come over and talk to them, and I'm very glad to do it. But I'm just telling you that from my point of view, things are heating up. And then what about what's happening in the media? Now, I realize people are going to be listening to this long after I record it, but, you know, these emails about Hunter Biden. They are so damning, um, just absolutely damning. And then I'm stunned that Twitter has censored them. And it's going to be very, very interesting to see how this plays out. But uh, Americans do not like influence peddling. We just don't. You know, I've said this before. We do not want our officials, whether Republican, Democrat, or just bureaucrats in Washington, peddling their influence and getting rich off of it. And, you know, you have to ask yourself well, how someone like Joe Biden, who has been in government, you know, right at 50 years, uh, always worked for a government paycheck. You know, that's not poverty, but it's also not wealth. How in the world could he amass so much? Just go online and check out his houses, his beach house, the other house, you know, where he was holding up in Delaware. I mean, it's stunning. It's stunning. Is absolutely stunning. And uh, also, races are heating up here in my area in Central Florida. Just today, I sent out my recommendations for the election. A lot of people ask me for that. And, uh, you know, we have some constitutional amendments on our ballot. You know, sometimes you read them and you're not real sure what to think. And so people like my opinion. Actually, I recommend that we turn down a couple of of the constitutional amendments. But there's also a lot of judge offices, judge races. Uh, Here in the state of Florida, certain judges in certain positions have to come up uh, before the voters every so often. I'd have to remind myself how often. But this time, there's probably about seven or eight judges. And uh, you vote either yes or no. And uh, in the state of Florida, no judge has ever been removed this way. But I think it's wonderful that it's in our laws, because it makes the judges know that they are accountable. Because if they got voted out, it would be extremely embarrassing. And we also know that if they, you know, what they do is just, you know, really, really bad, we have the option of voting them out. Actually, I'm voting to, to retain all of these judges, but I'm just commenting on what I've done. And then I recommended something I have never in my life recommended. I recommended voting a straight Republican ticket. Part of it is because there are a lot of Republicans that are Republicans in name only, as you know, and they say one thing when they're running, when they get into power, they do something else. Unlike Donald Trump, who seems very important to him, that when he makes a promises that he wants to keep the promise— And it's not just once, but it's been many, many times. Deregulations, moving the embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. We could go on and on. But, you know, what I'm trying to say is that in this election, I say vote a straight Republican ticket because my feeling is that any politician that runs as a Democrat and identifies with what's going on in the Democratic Party does not deserve my vote. They are, you know, and there are some good Democrats. And I've admitted to you that earlier in my life, I was a Democrat for about 20 years. And, you know, most of the politicians that were there, Lawton Childs, our governor, Bob Graham, just different ones that come to mind. Ruben Askew, names you probably don't know. Even Bill Nelson, who was started as a state legislator and moved up to Congress and then ran for governor, lost, and then was insurance commissioner and finally U.S. senator. He's someone I've known since the 1970s through Jamie Buckingham, somebody I admired a great deal. But over the years, and he, you know, he was a, a good conservative Democrat back in the day, and he has become more and more and more liberal as the Democratic Party has gone that way. So here we are, 19 days from the most important election of our lifetime, and I'm telling you that I'm sending out my recommendations. Uh, There's a a couple of pastors that I'm, you know, good friends with, and they'll say, who should I vote for? Which, A, shows me that, you know, you have to do a little bit of research, of course, and and, uh, I guess they're just relying on me, but I emailed every one of them, and I said, look, Why don't you do your own list? You don't have to copy my list, although I know that, you know, we would agree on practically everything. But I say people in your church need to know how how you're going to vote, and the church does not need to be involved. There's nothing about endorsing someone per se. We're saying, you know, I've looked over the ballot, and this is how I'm going to vote, and I'm just sharing it with you for you to consider and I just wish that pastors all over the country would do that. And you don't have to be a pastor to do it. You know, you can do it for your family and friends. Uh, we have a friend, and uh, he told me that his wife actually takes my list into the, the voting booth with her, <laughs> which I thought was funny, but I guess it was a compliment. In the state of Florida, they send out uh, sample ballots, uh, so you can read them ahead and kind of become familiar with what the ballot looks like. And then you have to vote by coloring in a little circle, uh, kind of like we I remember doing on the SAT test in school. and then then of course, a computer, you know, you, you turn it in, it goes into a machine, The machine counts it. And then there's a hard copy, a paper copy. And uh, if the election is real close in in the state of Florida, if it's within one half of one percent, there's an automatic recount. And they go in and count the paper ballots one by one by one. But anyway, they send out this uh, sample ballot and it says on there, you can fill it out and carry it into the voting booth with you. So I guess it must apply to, you know, quite amounts to kind of a cheat sheet. But you know what? If it helps you remember, it's hard. You know, we we elect people here in the state of Florida. Things like the the Soil and Water Commission and the Saint John's Water Management <laughs> District. You know, they're they're important um, posts, but you know, they're not very well known. It's hard to remember everybody's name. Some people are more qualified than others, and so I guess taking it into the into the polling place is uh, just a handy way to keep organized. So. I don't want to go on and on about it, except to say that we can send this out, email it to people, put it on your Facebook page. In fact, anyone who's listening, uh, who responds before the election, November 3rd, if you'll write to info at charismamedia.com and tell them, I want Steve Strang's recommendations, we will email them to you right away, just for what it's worth. if you, It's not going to really help you unless you live here in Central Florida, unless you're just curious on you know, what I wrote. But uh, it's just a way that we can interact a little bit. I don't very often do this. And I just got numbers today on my podcast. And I was just amazed. I always am when I look at it that going all the way back to 2015, every single month, somebody is listening to these podcasts. And uh, so I know that you'll hear this long after the election. So that offer is good only up until the election. November 3rd, 2020, the most important election of our lifetime. Tune in again tomorrow for my podcast as we count down the days. Thank you for listening. God bless you. I'm back in the studio, and I wanted to say something about my books Of course, this podcast was not about me or my books, but I like to tell my listeners on the Charisma Podcast Network to pick up a copy of God, Trump, and the 2020 election, as well as God, Trump, and COVID-19. The best way is to go to my own website called stevestrangbooks.com, and books has an S on it, because all of my books, uh, God and Donald Trump and Trump Aftershock are there. There's different specials. You can get them in bundles. Also, if you want to buy a whole bunch of them, you get them real, real cheap. And all of the books, except for the ones in bundles, are signed by me, the author, and a lot of people like that. So go to stevestrangbooks.com. That's stevestrangbooks.com. Thank you for listening.